Entrepreneurs, episode two of the new season is here, and we are heading to the Big Apple for this one. Are you looking to improve your online presence? Good thing, because the founder of Creative Digital Systems is here. Kimberly Mays helps ambitious coaches, consultants, and speakers perfect their online presence for more clients and a business that shines online. And a big shout out to one of my podcast regulars, Michael LeBlanc, for this intro. He has been on Writing with Authors, A Mental Health Break, That Entrepreneur Show. He's been in them all, so be sure to check him out as well. But for today, we have the one and only Kimberly Mays here, who is a marketer and web developer who helps coaches and speakers use marketing automation so that they can attract more people, generate more leads, and convert more clients, which saves time and energy. As the founder of Creative Digital Systems, she has over 10 years of marketing and web development experience, where after working for both small and large organizations throughout her career, Kimberly decided to use her talents to help small businesses grow and shine online. Her mission is to support those who have a vision and are brave enough to take the foolish leap of faith. And I love that. On the personal side, Kimberly enjoys anime, video games, and traveling to new places. Kimberly, where is the next place you want to travel to? I think I really want to go to Thailand or or even back to Tokyo or back to Japan. Um, so I haven't yet decided what my trips for 2023 are. But yeah, I was just looking the other day and I'm trying to, I'm still trying to decide. This segment is sponsored by Bedrock Business Builders, a small business startup specialist. Start, build, manage. I love that. I like to check out new places as well. And some talking points we're going to discuss in addition to everything I shared is, of course, digital marketing, branding, email marketing, project management, PMP certifications, what's all about that, and so much more. Be sure to stay tuned for the halfway point. This spotlight story is going to be a good one. As we have an expert on creating and strengthening an online presence, we're going to dive into an awesome article titled The Ultimate Guide to Marketing, How to Improve Your Business Digital Presence from Entrepreneur Online and get Kimberly's take on it. But Kimberly Mays is here. She's streaming in from the Big Apple. She has a lot to share. And we're going to start at the beginning of this entrepreneurial journey, Kimberly. What led you to entrepreneurship? Why did you want to be on your own? Yeah, so what I wanted to do um, as an entrepreneur was really create something that's truly mine. So what I wanted to do was help people. And, you know, I've always was curious. I think a lot of people are really curious about entrepreneurship. When I was in business school, that was one of my concentrations was entrepreneurship and, and small business. So I knew that that was a direction that I ultimately wanted to go into. Right. But it wasn't until I saw so many people struggling with just like the basic things like marketing, just staying online, just having a website, just having a presence mm -hmm. or even a way to contact them. I just saw so many like businesses start and fold. And I said, okay, right. well, how can I utilize the talents that I have to create something that is truly mine. And just a little bit of my backstory. Um, I have been in um, the marketing technology space since 2003. So, you know, I've been working for um, large corporate clients and I've been working for small businesses as well. And I saw the same strategies being employed and being used. And I said, okay, well, you know, let's kind of um, level things out and make some of these strategies and systems available to all that need them. 
I love that. Well, congratulations on all your early success. And you mentioned something right there, systems. I think it's important for entrepreneurs and through my conversations, many high-performing entrepreneurs, they have these systems in place really for everything they do. For me, I have my systems in place, even for podcasting, for example, the whole start to finish, it's makes things easier, less stress, more organized. You streamline the process as you're looking to grow, you're looking to scale. Systems, I think, can help you stay organized. Kimberly, thank you for kicking off this show. Everyone, it is time for That Entrepreneur Show. I'm excited to bring another founder on the show today, this time from my home state, which is great to see. I have been really focusing on finding all of these outside states that I haven't been able to shine light on. And then I had Michael bring this amazing guest my way. I saw the value she can bring. So we decided to head back to New York. But let's help our audience a bit here, Kimberly. What is one app, book, workshop, anything that you use to succeed that you can lend forward to our community of entrepreneurs? There's so many books out there. And so, all right, I think I have the answer. So because I said there's so many books out there, it just sparked something in me. So... I don't recommend cliff notes or shortcuts. However, you know, because there's so much of a wealth of information out there, I really love services like, um, I think there's one called Read It Later or Read It For Me. Um, I use Scribd, which is kind of a Netflix of books, and they have a lot of book summaries. So if there's that book that you've always been wanting to read and haven't yet gotten to it, you can read a summary of that book and through that service you can read the actual ebook and potentially listen to the audiobook most of the time love it's that. available so i really love that app because it's really hard to pin down one book uh, if you had asked me last year what's the one book i would say seven habits of highly effective people but you know there's so many great books out there so i really love these services that give you access to all different types of books audios and summaries And that, of course, is saving us time, our most valuable asset, find the book you need. And as entrepreneurs, I've learned a lot of us are career learners. We're trying to learn the next thing because we have to find ways to improve our business in a nine to five. Normally, you have a handful of tasks you need to be great at. All of a sudden, you become an entrepreneur. You need to learn everything, marketing, as you mentioned, accounting, finance, you name it. Entrepreneurship is not for the faint. But let's circle back to your business here again. I mentioned you brought all this experience, large and small organizations to do your own thing over the last 10 or so years, creative digital systems. Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, originally my business was called Foolishly Creative. And so that's where the Foolishly Leap of Faith comes in. But um, so how that started, it was um, strictly a web design business. So that was something that I've always done late 90s early 2000s always just dabbling in like stuff so i really love building websites and i still kind of do for the most part but then i kind of evolved into the whole um email marketing funnels and system setup because what i realized at the time is i was building websites for clients but they had no systems behind it and when i mean systems i mean ways to collect the data collect the information and really act on it so a lot of people think that their website is just going to sell for them and that's not necessarily the case because you need at least seven um, probably i've heard up to 15 interactions before somebody even makes or considers a buying decision from you. So a lot of people think, okay, somebody's gonna go to my website, click and buy, it's gonna be great. And that's usually not the case. So 
lately I have, well, over the past two years, I've been kind of shifting away from websites and saying, okay, let's build you a landing page. Let's focus on your offer. After they take this offer, what do you want them to do next? How are you going to get them there? What do you, what problems do you solve? So I felt myself accidentally becoming a coach. And that is kind of the funny stories, like accidentally became a speaker because trying to get information out of folks led me to really kind of coach them to what it is that they really want to do, what what it is that they, um, who do they want to target and what their numbers need to be to get there. So that's where Creative Digital Systems came in. I changed the name, I think about a year and a half ago because I was not nearly just a um, design shop anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I really wanted to um, evangelize the use of marketing and marketing automation. So now what I do is I am partnered, I'm a Keep Certified Partner. And now what I do is I say, okay, do you have a system? Do you have a customer relationship management system, which is also known as a CRM? Because everybody that comes into contact with your business, you really want to have a record of them. You really want to make sure that you are communicating with them. And it's not just leads, but their clients, their peers, their partners, and they all need something different. They all need a different way of communicating. So it's just a great way to keep track. And what I do is I make complex things very simple because a lot of people think, oh, there's this another expensive tool that I gotta buy that I don't know how to use that is just, I, I have an Excel sheet, what's wrong with that? So I take that mindset to say, okay, well, let's build you a really great Excel sheet that you know how to use. And I'll show you just a simple concept to set up one or two campaigns, automated campaigns, so that you can you know, take some time off your day. So that's really what Creative Digital Systems is all about. Just working with coaches and speakers and um, anyone in the service-based business to really just automate their sales, automate their marketing, automate their communications so that they can, um, so that they can just live their life and just run their business the way they want. Keep up the great work. I've been taking my notes here for when we go live. We're talking business growth, business diversification, Mm -hmm. and the importance of CRM. I can resonate with what you just said completely. I had the Excel sheet. I... It's great when you have a couple of things going on, but once you start to even reach out to over 10 people, let alone mm-hmm. 15, 20, now I have my CRM. Big shout out to Jeroen Cortout. He was another member on this show. He is out in Belgium and he created Salesflare. So I've been using Salesflare and organizing it in the CRM. It takes some time to onboard and you have to put some time into it, but you are organized. It tracks your conversations, the reminders, tasks. Great recommendation there. Thank you, Kimberly, with the CRM. Everyone out there, I encourage you to try it as well if you want to scale. But before we hop into this spotlight story, what are some of the more challenging parts of entrepreneurship for you to help out our audience who are battling the same adversity? Yeah, the most challenging part, I think, is just the kind of the gamut of emotions that you have as an entrepreneur. Because sometimes building things is scary and sometimes putting yourself out there, marketing promotion is scary. So it's not even about the technology so much as about the the mindset around just being in business in general. Sometimes things are going to go really great and sometimes things are going to go really not so great. And I think, too, because, you know, you are the decision maker, you are the head, you are the lead, even Mm -hmm. if you have a team or just a solopreneur, everything kind of rises and falls on like what's kind of going on with you. So I think that that is like the biggest challenge is just the, the emotional side of it. 
And then I think also um, one of the biggest, one of the other biggest challenges other than kind of emotional, you know, just um, in the feelings part of it, I think it's just energy too. It's just getting into a rhythm and getting into a routine because it does take a lot of energy. You know, you trade your nine to five for a 24 seven, you know, and then it can feel like that at times. It can feel like, okay, why'd I do this? You know, I am exhausted, but you know, I think, it just gets better. So what I encourage everybody to do is to get into a community for sure. Like some people come to me and I say, who, what coach are you working with? They're like, I'm not working with any coach. And it really shows when I talk to people, if they are working with the right person or not, because I'm not a business coach, but I can tell who is using business coaches. So I definitely They get into a community, get into a great, get with a great coach, have some great peers, anybody that you can rant with, anybody you could talk with, bounce ideas off of, it makes it a lot easier. I agree with you. Having someone in your corner is very helpful, especially as a solopreneur. What I've learned is what looks or sounds good to me may not look good or sound good to everybody else. So you need someone in your corner to really help you stay on track. And as we all learned in entrepreneurship, we want to be stern on our goal but flexible on how we get there we have to put the right people in our corners to help us grow this is not an easy job being an entrepreneur we need some great people in our corners and hopefully every episode i continue to put out will be right for you listening on help you on that battle if you do not have someone in your corner professionally at least the advice we can offer will help you get there but let's hop into the spotlight story i think we're going to get great advice from our guest today it's called the ultimate guide to marketing how to improve your business digital presence. And I thought this was very, very valuable for us to choose because of her background today. And there also is some insight into campaigns, which we've spoke about a few times today. So let's get to it. All right, we're going to hop right into it. And for everybody out there who is not in the marketing realm, marketing is the creation of value for a company through the distribution of goods and services. Strategies can include planning, organizing and executing the distribution process to achieve desired results. And there are several marketing strategies out there, but it is what marketing as a whole is one of the most important aspects to any business. It creates and delivers a message that attracts customers to your product or service. And you can use various strategies to reach that target audience, but we want to create a unique brand. One of the first steps in marketing is establishing a unique brand, and this means a name, logo, and other identifying features that make your business unique. A well-known, a well-known brand, excuse me, can help you attract new customers, but creating a unique brand that resonates with your target audience is important. Using social media platforms. Social media platforms allow you to reach your audience quickly, especially now we're in this digital era, you have to at least be online. Utilize the platforms to share your content and connect with people all around the world, all around the country. Me and Michael were connecting Tampa to Louisiana, and then we circle back to New York. But the article also talks about defining your niche, crafting a message, and advertising tools and creating a campaign. I'm going to briefly touch on each, and then we're going to bring Kimberly back on. To start your marketing business, you should start by defining your niche. You should create content and strategies that will resonate with your audience. And there are three tips here for defining your niche. Analyze your industry, do your research, and identify target demographics. I can resonate with this one as at first with my story, I start speaking. I say I can resonate with everybody, which may be true, but you have to niche it down. That's what I really started focusing on mental health and entrepreneurship, and I couldn't be happier 
But now we're going to talk about crafting this message. It says to be clear, do what your audience wants you to do. Don't overcomplicate the message and bury the details beneath layers of jargon. Keep it simple, be personal, and be credible. And then it also offers now some advertising tools, including AdWords, Facebook advertising, LinkedIn advertising, and Twitter advertising. Maybe we'll get some insight on those from our guests in just a sec. But I do want to touch on where it talks about the campaign as we touched on that in our episode so far. Creating a successful marketing campaign can be daunting, but it can be rewarding when planned and executed properly. Here's the ultimate guide to creating effective marketing strategies. Know your goals. What do you want people to think, feel, or do when they see your brand? After knowing your goals, start developing specific strategies to achieve them. Research your competition. Find out their main strategies and weaknesses. With this knowledge, you can create a more effective campaign that sets you apart and then build a strategy around your goals. Afterward, you have to build a strategy around your goals to use the channels that your audience needs and uses the most Kimberly, let's bring you back on here. What are some things mm -hmm. that stuck out to you? Yeah, so a lot stuck out to me. And I really like this article because it's super simple. So it feels like, you know, it's digestible. It's not too jargony and um, everybody can take something out of it. I would add a little bit to it when it comes to um, when it comes to the message and the campaign. Um, only thing I would add is that we're in business to solve problems. So yep. really identifying what problem you solve is really crucial because you may have something that's amazing. You may have an amazing product or service, but if it doesn't solve a problem, then it's, it's less likely that that message will resonate with the people mm -hmm. that you're trying to um, sell it to. So you have to understand what their problem is and how your particular business could, fits into that problem. So for example, and I always use this example for, um, let's say, uh, a health coach, right? Maybe they're a health coach and they have a new coaching program on diets and things. And you know, that problem's easy to, that problem's easy to identify. But what's the other problem underneath there? Maybe there's feelings of shame, mm -hmm. guilt, overwhelm, stress. So I would definitely tap into your, um, ideal clients or ideal customers problem and really think about, okay, how are you going to solve it? What might have they tried before that hasn't worked? What are they thinking in their head as they, um, as they experience your brand? But I really like this article, just if you're looking for a 101 to get started. Mm -hmm. So that's what I would do under defining your niche target demographics and then i would also include psychographics so yes talk about that a little things, bit yeah psychographics are things that people are into their interests their hobbies their lifestyles so going back to the health coach example um say you're a health coach but if you're a health coach for everybody then your message is not as targeted but say if you're a health coach for busy moms who also own businesses. Now that is something that you can really tap into. Maybe this person stays up all night and they eat popcorn. Maybe they, you know, or they have to get the Love kids that. ready for school and they don't have enough time to cook or whatever. So that is a totally different um, message that you can use once you really identify exactly who your market is. So don't be afraid to go deep into a niche. I know there's, um, mm -hmm. I know it's 
these kind of cliches and like, you know, sometimes people get tired of everybody saying niche, niche, niche. But I think at a point you have to kind of identify it. Even if you are for everybody, then your your product or service needs to be highly specialized for that. So I would add psychographics for sure under the niche. The message I talked about, you know, solve a problem. So when it says be clear about what you what you do, um, that is super clear too. But be clear about the problem that you're solving because we love to talk about ourselves. But your idol client doesn't really care about you. <laughs> and that's not to shade anybody, but it's the truth. Most people care about themselves. So talk about them. Talk about their problems, what they're going through, what they may have tried before. And um, it says, I think number three, when they say humanize your product or service, yes. definitely humanize it. Don't be afraid to tap into emotions. Um, my personality, I'm an INTJ. So I'm definitely not like that emotional person. I, you know, I'm a web designer, web developer system. So I, I'm a co and all of that but it took me a while to realize hey people don't want a website they want a successful business so they can leave a legacy to their children you know people don't want a diet plan what they want is a healthier lifestyle so that they can feel better so yeah that is part of the humanization that i had to realize in Mm -hmm. my business um well it's ups and and downs you know that it's going to be ups and downs learning lessons exactly And then with the campaign, I say, keep it simple. Um, One of the mistakes I see people make is they invest in tools too early. And I'm a systems girl, so this may sound like counterintuitive, but what I'm about to say is probably going to be a little shocking. Like, (laughs) don't invest in a system because it sounds good. What you need to do is you need to step away from your computer, step away from the noise, and then write it down on a piece of paper. What is it that you want to do? So this is what I do with a lot of my clients. I draw a box and I say, okay, workshop or whatever they have going on. Maybe it's a lead magnet. And I say, okay, what do you want them to do next? I draw an arrow and then I draw another box. And they say, oh, my 30-day program, 90-day program. And I said, okay, at the end of the program, what are you going to sell them? I draw another box. So I do it that way to say, okay, now we have our boxes. We have our framework. Let's go now and find a system or find a solution that works with this framework. And it takes away the overwhelm of just trying to figure out something and do that thing all at once. I love it. That's a lot of lessons learned you just provided. Thank you very much. And everyone out there, your business is going to evolve. It's going to be great to see where it all ends up. She just mentioned how she trial and error. She was working things out to find a land where she wants and to get to that successful business, to leave to our children. It takes a lot of work, resources and individuals like Kimberly can help you get there. Be sure to stick around for just a few moments at the end of the episode. We'll find out how to get in touch with Kimberly, find her online and all of that good stuff. But while we're just talking about some lessons learned in her business, let's now ask her, what is your greatest lesson learned throughout your entrepreneurial journey? Yeah, my greatest lesson that I've learned is about the pivot and about the shift. It's not so much about how your business grows, it's about how you grow. So remember when I said that I am like an INTJ, Briars, uh, Myers-Briggs, you know, that whole personality type. I'm very, I was, I still am very behind the scenes, very logical, very technical person. I never thought in a million years that I would be speaking and teaching. Mm-hmm. I remember my father saying, Kim, you would make a great teacher. And I'm like, no, I'm not teaching anybody. Nope, nope, nope. But now... <laughs> I get excited when I'm asked to speak or go on a stage or be somewhere because I know that through 
kind of the ups and downs and things. I, I have a message, I have a story and, you know, knowledge is just as valuable as your mm -hmm. service. So that was my biggest lesson. It's like, allow yourself to develop into another person. It's actually really fascinating. Allow yourself to step outside comfortable areas, comfortable zones. You never know what could happen. And that's what entrepreneurship is all about. You will find ways to succeed if you are dedicated mm -hmm. enough. Let's sign off in just a moment. But first, I always ask each guest this question, which entrepreneur are you going to pick throughout history, dead or alive, to sit down with, do whatever? Wow, that is, wow. Oh my goodness. It used to be higher in the show, but now I've, I lately, last month, yeah. couple months, I put it right at the end there to sign off on a great note. Yeah, there's just so many people. Oh man. You know, I think, yeah, wow. I Okay, I, I really don't know. I don't have like a person, but I'm thinking probably someone maybe like the Wright brothers or something, I would go, okay. really, I would okay. go back in time. I would go really back in time because I think now the barrier of entry to entrepreneurship is a lot lower than it was, you know, a hundred years ago. And I, I, I would, I would love to get the mindset of people who, you know, put airplanes in the sky or, you know, tried, tried things that people would say, Oh, that's, that's insane. You know, just, people who created automobiles and you know <laughs> i i think i think i would just go back in time because i think that the little things that we take for granted now were a big deal back then people probably said oh that's yeah. stupid you know you're crazy so yeah that would be my be my um answer to that definitely said they're crazy but i love when people bring up individuals from this time or titans of industry even because there was no google you couldn't just hop on and just mm -hmm. say what am i going to do for this this like no, there wasn't even books in a lot of the cases about any of the subjects. It's just you had to really figure it out. Great choice there. Let's delve one step deeper here. Where is this meeting going to go down? Where? Ah, uh, where? I guess wherever they are, you know, wherever their workshop is, wherever their, their laboratory. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would just love to be like if I could time travel, I would zap myself exactly there so I can watch the process. Well, that's a great answer because I always feel you want to be where they're most comfortable when they're mm -hmm. in their zone because then they're going to be opening up to so much. But I want to thank you again yeah. for hopping on here, Kimberly. Thank you, Michael, once again for hopping, uh, for connecting, excuse me, us together. I look forward mm -hmm. to future collaborations. Where can everybody find you online, request your services, or just say hello? Yeah, so the easiest way is my email address, kim at creativedigitalsystems.com. Um, and then my website, creativedigitalsystems.com, I do free discovery calls. So if anything that I said, you know, piqued your curiosity and you want to know more, um, you know, we can hop on a call and have a chat. Um, also, I am on Instagram and Facebook on the same handle, um, Creative Digital Systems. So, yes, you can send me a direct message there as well. Be sure to scroll down in this episode description. I'll have all that information right there. And I am at Vincent A. Lancey on all social media and YouTube. I've been trying to condense Instagram to one page just because I've been neglecting it for months because of the work involved. But on LinkedIn and Facebook, be sure to subscribe. Every day I pump out one of the episodes out of the three years so far. So you will find the journey for you. Be sure to stay on the lookout for my upcoming Mommy and Me book, Going to School. It's going to be an official release date announced soon, figure early February 
And with that, I want to sign off. Thank you again, Kimberly, for joining us. And thank you to everyone listening and viewing on for supporting another episode. See you next Friday. Bye, Kim. Bye.